the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Koi CBD. Go to KoiCBD.com, use code DuddyB at checkout, Save 20%. Wah, wah, here's the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, we're back and we're sounding much more clear from the underground bunker. We have microphones. We also have an amazing guest. We got denim with us in the bunker. We got so much to talk about in these crazy coronal times. Here's the man, Duddy B. What's happening? You heard it. We are back. Episode 46, I believe. 46, dude. Just cruising right along. Episode 46. Episode 3 from the underground bunker lair. And, uh, First episode from our proper new set. We're, we're getting it. We're pulling it together, guys. Sorry, uh, I know the last two episodes, the quality was a, a little low, but we're getting it back up and running. And back thank up. you guys for tuning in. Stock's going back up. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, it's going back up. Duddy's got us set up with individual microphones, and <laughs> we're actually video recording this episode, so there will be a video component. Holy shit, dude, we're back. We did it. And uh, we also wanted to start uh, being able to talk to you guys more, the listeners. And so we have a new segment, Fan Questions. You got it. So, Duddy. Oh, you yeah, yeah. Your phone. Duddy's going to pull did. out the old phone. And, and we, we screenshotted a few of your guys' questions for Duddy and I. Uh, I liked this one a lot. It's uh, Alisa underscore dear underscore. She has asked, if you had to be quarantined with one person from Tiger King, who would it be and why? That is a fucking great awesome amazingly timely and perfect question holy yes. shit I'm, any of the people on the whole show right yeah okay because there's there's a few people I that would i felt probably oh <laughs> i mean definitely not the tiger king dude because he's gonna no he would make turn you, you into his and, and make love you his boy husband yeah <laughs> definitely not what's her name Car carol she'll fuck carol bassett <laughs> she's Baskin. last dude yeah. She is dead last tigers. I almost want to say that long-haired dude that like had all the chicks. <laughs> oh, for Doc? sure. I Doc do. Yantle. Doc Yantle, dude. dude. I, I want you to learn his ways. Oh, my God. Duddy, I wasn't even thinking about him, but if I got to. But, but remember this. Or just one of those girls. Yeah, one of the girls. <laughs> there you go. Because then you're just stuck in the bunker quarantine with Doc Yentl. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. If you can choose any character, choose one of his chicks, dude, for sure. Yep. 
I think I might choose the one that used to be one of his chicks, and now she was interviewing from like her. Uh, she yeah. seems like she got out. That's a good one. But She's like she looks sane. Hot. Yeah. She's yeah. like normal. I'll take that chick, dude. All that's right. a that's a real far back cast member of that show. I'd but probably, I'll take her, dude. I'd probably quarantine with the the legless guy. He seemed tight. <laughs> The legless, the legless dude, the legless guy was the most sane oh, guy on oh, the show. That's sure. what I'm saying, for dude. Sure. He seems like, you know what? Everyone was a little bit crazy, and I saw everybody be a little bit crazy. He I'm was, like, yeah. he was the only like act like normal person, and yeah. he's super positive. He's all, now I got these badass yeah. legs. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, that's who I want to hang out right. with. That all dude right. knows how to yeah. hang out with tigers too. If it's got to be a guy, zoo. <laughs> if it's got to be a guy, we're hanging out with legless dude. And if and if it could be anyone, we're taking one of the docks chicks, dude. He knows yeah. how to get call. the Walmart meat. He knows how to grill up a <laughs> nasty good hot dog. <laughs> dude, the dude. fucking dumpster of Walmart meat. Wow. <laughs> and the third voice you guys are hearing obviously is Denim. He's in the house, and why not, dude? He's jumping in on the question. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. I know I should have announced you before. We were, but fuck it, dude. You're in. Let's go. Got <laughs> yeah. more questions for us, Dad? Okay. Um, this one he might not be able to answer unless he's listened to all the episodes, but I doubt it. Um, wait, what's why the name would here? you? In the coronal um, times, maybe. Lady Lynn. Wants to know what is our favorite Poopersville story from past episodes. Lady Lynn, was she a Game of Thrones character? What so is that? this one has always stuck with me, and this wasn't from a past episode. I believe that this was from one of the times we went live, and we did one of the shit shows. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and a girl came on. I, I for, you know I don't remember her name, but she told us a story about she was like on like a first date. With the dude, and they were like walking through like the, the field, yes. and she she fucking yes she went to fart and she shit her pants and she had to, she said she like ran off and jumped in a bush and like hid I and the guy like was coming over like what are you pants. doing and she yeah. was like nothing just leave me alone uh, <laughs> just like that is fucking is horrifying so <laughs> we've had 46 40, this is what i do 46 <laughs> episodes of this show and we've had 200 pants shit stories somehow yeah. i don't know how we do it uh, I mean, strictly because it's such a recent one, but dude, I never felt so cringy and so gnarly as when Christian was telling, and this isn't even a shit your pants, but oh, when he yeah. said the story about him throwing shit in a human man's face. He didn't even really throw the shit. He smashed, he smashed it. it onto a sleeping man's face. Do you know this story about Christian? <laughs> dude, you'll... Is Christian... Does he manage... Yeah, Yeah, Christian okay. How fucking now. funny. <laughs> Christian was a guest two I'll, episodes ago, yeah. and he told a horrifying tale about him yeah, throwing he, shit into a sleeping man's he, face. He, he... Quick run of it is he had... You know, he put socks on either hand. He shit into one of the hands, used the other sock hand to wipe his butt, and then there was a passed out guy in the back of a truck, and he smashed the poop onto the guy's face. While he was sleeping, they were drunk at total night stranger. And just walk, yeah. total fucking stranger. And he, Christian, the dude said didn't it. earn it. The dude did, did, did nothing wrong. Dude. The dude did, did nothing, nothing wrong. wrong. Simply nothing wrong <laughs> at all. Taking a fucking little cat nap. Man, well. and believe me, Christian like hates himself a little for it. You could tell he's like, I, I, he's like, I you know, I'm I was living with place. what I've done to this man, dude. Like right now. So <laughs> Christian needs to live where I live. In my head. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, the good ones. Honestly, there's a bunch of like, when are you coming back to Boise? We have talked about this on the show before. When we have talked about this on the show before, where if you have a chance to ask someone a question online that you want to ask, like a don't real one, like what's ask. your favorite? What's your favorite dinosaur? Yeah, oh, perfect. Dude, that's good. That's perfect. A good one. But that's when are you coming shout back? Shout out to, to my friend Jeff Jensen because that Jeff I, Jensen. I learned that from him, and he to every show he ever went to, he would 
any meet and greet he ever got to go to, he'd always ask uh, the artist what their favorite dinosaur was. That's fucking good. And what he has is? a whole like list of like massive artists that are just like, hmm, never thought about it. Mm, Triceratops. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, just like oh, oh T Rex for sure. Yeah. You know, I only like, know yeah. three names. So. Yeah, right. Some people really know, but he like he knows all these people's favorite dinosaurs. That's so fucking. Like, that's like, great. Triceratops. That's great. It's a, it's a good question to ask. That is a great question. What is your favorite dinosaur, Denim, while we have you here? Do you know? Or is I've Jeff honestly, getting you? Yeah, I, I haven't really given it much thought. I would probably say the uh, the the raptor. The, the raptor? The, okay. Fuck yeah. Those are smart ones. Yeah, they're like the fast, smart ones. They're yeah. not necessarily like the biggest, scariest ones, but I'm like more scared of like that person. They can be trained. <laughs> yeah. They hunt in packs. If we were to yep. compare this to the real world, you know, I'm be more scared of the raptor type person yeah. than yeah. the T Rex because yeah. I can see the T Rex coming. Dude, like he's loud. Later, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, the big personality. You can yeah. See him coming. Yeah. <laughs> All you need to detect a T Rex coming is a glass of water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even gonna hear a raptor. Like, it's just wow. Right, peace done. out. What's and then the they, don't the raptors have the nail too? Yeah, dude, they're oh, horrifying. Fuck, yeah, you could just be chilling, sitting there, and then. Snap, dude! Just, Just a assassin. I mean, you don't become like the the last guy on you know uh, <laughs> the lost world by not being badass. No, right. but, you know you're severely badass. So anyways, I think what, what's the dinosaur where they go like this? Dumb T Rex, dummy, you big little dumb guy. What's this guy? Oh, oh that, that guy's creepy too. Yeah, doesn't the doesn't the he like shoots the yeah. like green like acid type stuff out? Yeah, Fuck that fool oh, too. man, he fucks up. Uh, he fucks up Newman. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hello, Wait, how'd Jerry. You do that? <laughs> <laughs> What's this guy? <laughs> What's that guy? But you knew exactly what I was talking yeah. about. God, dude, really? Newman. <laughs> you named his name from a different show, and we knew what <laughs> you were talking about. It's that's what Newman. you know him by. Yeah. Um, In Seinfeld, he's Newman. Oh, shit. All right, where are we Holy here? shit, we went crazy. <laughs> we went Fan <laughs> questions. We'll learn to clean that up as time goes by. So now we're going to introduce our guest. Okay. Nice. Dude, he's a producer. He's a singer. He's a pro he plays guitar. <laughs> he fucking surfs. He's lived all over California. Cowbunga. He's doing songs with Jared, songs with the Dirty Heads. He's a Huntington Beach boy at this point. Here he is, everybody. <laughs> Denim! Welcome to the underground bunker, dude. Hey. How you feeling? Man, thanks for having me, guys. I feel good. Right I'm on. feeling good. Oh, good. Hey. Well, fucking, that's what we're here for. <laughs> Duddy does that, dude. That's, that's why. what I'm talking about. He just sits there and he makes everyone feel good, and that's the show. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. So Denim, um, you know, I hope you guys have heard, and we talked about it on the show. He, he did a song with Jared. And uh, it was an awesome track. And then, you know, after they did that together, he also has helped us with two of the new tracks coming out with the Dirty Heads new album. And during that process, we were talking. I said, hey, man, you got to get in here and get on the podcast. <laughs> and even in coronal times, we gave him the directions to our underground bunker lair. And he promised not to tell anyone. And he went through our pool of sanitizer that you have to swim through yep. once you do get it's, in it's here. It's like a, a room of Purell. 
Yeah. So yeah. when you come in from the outside, you actually have to s- swim through the PRL to get <laughs> yeah, the, into, the, snorkel. into yeah. the bunker. And then you got to walk through like a total recall airport style scanning room where we can see his whole skeletal structure. And we just check it yeah. for general yeah. malfeasance. And then we let him in the door and yeah. then we blacklight him and make sure yep. that he's good. And, and then after all that, all that, we and stick a thermometer in his mouth and we make sure that it's 98. And he still right? has the yeah, mask okay. on. All right. Yeah. And I still got the, this is so lame. I'm wearing a bandana, which this doesn't, this wouldn't stop a fart from getting through. Like, what are we fucking doing here? I just thought it looked cool. I've always wanted to be a cowboy. Now I get to do that. A cowboy. But as soon as you made it through all of our safety precautions, we handed you a bong and you took a rip and now we're here, dude. How do you like the bunker? I don't even smoke. I, I just fucking, I just lied. <laughs> We lined them up a rack. We just we all dropped here. acid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, peeking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. How do you like the bunker on acid and crack? Dude? How do you like it? So, uh, uh, <laughs> I, lo- I love seeing the bunker in, in all these ways. <laughs> oh, my God. So, on our last episode, we, we talked about how me and my brother have both had, like, some funny incidents at grocery stores during this. Like, people kind of, like, checking us or, you know telling you you're doing something wrong or oh yeah have you had any like store stories yeah but i've i've also stolen a lot of stuff in my life so i had a lot of that oh you're coming. talking pre-coronal store oh, stories I'm talking oh you're talking about right now I'm talking yeah. about like right i thought you now. were just talking about like getting weird looks in general i'm no, like yeah like, yeah. like uh <laughs> like at the grocery Cops store don't like me <laughs> Like, for instance, right now, yeah, you look, you, if you don't smoke weed, that's amazing. You look like a puff of smoke. Yeah, a lot come, of people look like you really trip out. Be. They really freak out. They're like, what? I'm like, as you know, it just doesn't, doesn't, it's on my vibe right now. Hey, it's crazy because you, know? you can look like you're the full stoner. It doesn't mean you have to smoke, dude. You know what? It's so funny because uh, most of the guys in the Dirty Heads don't smoke. I know. It's such a trip. And when, like, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, we'll have meet and greets and, you know, speaking of, Questions that just stop asking. Uh, like, you know, someone will ask, like, you know, Maddie or John John, like, what's your favorite strain? Yeah. Uh, and they'll just be like, oh, you know, I don't really smoke. And the, their faces look like the most disappointed thing. <laughs> right. Devastation. You're in the dirty ass. You don't dude, smoke every, pot. Every, We're burning the records. Every DM is just like, dude, can't wait for you to roll through the city. We'll smoke a fatty. I'm just like, <laughs> I'll like respond with like, like beer cheers emojis. Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. For sure, dude. Yeah, and yeah. and also, I wouldn't even know what my favorite. Who's out there with a favorite strain? Oh, you'll be surprised. There's man. a lot, man. People Are get. You fucking, you'll be really surprised. I'm just the uneducated it's like, smoker. It's That's, like cars. It's like how into cars can you get? Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, it's like, we're still the old school smokers. Where it's like, dude, I don't, I don't really care. Like as long as it's good, I'll smoke it. They're all you know, like, oh, what type of vibe do you want? A kind of cruisy, thoughtful? I'm like, is it green? Put it in the thing, hand me a lighter. Well, that's what's crazy, yeah. man, is like, even nowadays is like, you go to like a dispensary or something and it's just like, so like corporate and like perfect and yeah. like, yep. just all this stuff. I'm like, yo, I legit remember like sitting in the Vons parking lot and like doing drug deals that way. Like, oh, yeah. that's that, yeah. like, it was just like. All right. Remember There's meeting the white someone? Mazda, you go hop in the Mazda, you're like, what up, bro? Someone yeah. you don't know. Then you go get yeah. back oh, in yeah. the totally. Then you go get back in the Ford Explorer and you drive away and you're like, dope, we got weed. We like, got dope. weed. And that but that <coughs> was gram. For me, that was high school, you know, and now there's like it's just crazy that like, you know, and I don't even like smoke anymore. I, I, I like C B D but that's that's about it, you know? Dude, it's so weird. Now that you were saying that, I never thought about this, but I don't even know if a dime bag is a thing. 
thing anymore. We used to go and right. be like, we have $10 and we'd meet someone at a park and I'd exchange 10 fucking dollars yeah. and like three of my friends rounded yep. up for a nug of weed that would get us all stoned. You'd pack one bowl yeah. and you'd all get like oh. one and a half hits out of it and you'd be stoned. Jesus. <laughs> it was already coronal times back then. We just didn't Dude. know it. But then my yeah. dad said that all the weed just gave you a headache when he was a kid. So we're just making, we're making progress. We're getting better and better with the, I mean, with the yeah, gone. Some... Just wild times, man. Wild just, times. Talking about that brings just so many like memories of just life. There you know, is no like, more wow, meeting oh someone in a park. Like me. I'm le- that's gone. I'm just thinking about like I'm like, sure all there that is. stuff or the worry being worried about your parents finding yep. your stuff. Like that was terrifying for me for a while. Before then I got caught, then I got caught again. I was a trouble. I was like a bad kid. You know, I got kicked out of like every high school, all the stuff. But before all that, I was like super nervous about getting caught. And I remember yep. like the first time like I ever I ever like got caught. And it was just like you left your weed in the living room. I'm like, oh, that I'm living like, room. Oh. Of you. what? That's <laughs> I'm not, like, that's that, not mine. <laughs> literally, like, that was Dustin's. Like, <laughs> blame your closest They're like, friend. Like, no. who's Dude. Dustin? I'm like, you don't even know them. Like, yeah. he's just why was he in our home? He's this bad kid that I don't even hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> I told him not to come over and he came anyway. He must have fallen Anyways, out of his pocket. Anyways, they didn't believe me. Your so. parents yeah. are all, who's Dustin? You're all, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I literally I don't know made it's him mine. up. <laughs> oh, fuck. So let's speak about that. So we were talking earlier and you said you grew up in San Diego and then at like 14 or something crazy, you moved up to Santa Barbara. You're getting kicked out of schools. Yeah. You're just a derelict. What well, were you up just, to? I was just angry, man. Yeah. You know, I was just upset. But <laughs> why? I don't know. Life life <laughs> happens, you know. I felt like a you know, my my family was decent for a while, you know. I felt like a and then around like eight, like it was when everything just like blew up and then I was like, Oh, crazy. And then my dad left for like he came back, but he left for a few years and then that like just confused me in that adolescence and it was me and my mom, so I took all that out on my mom and it was okay. just it was hard you know yeah. it was like having a single mom and then her like getting remarried and then having a stepdad and like all this it was just like it was a lot and only child yeah i was an only child my mom wasn't supposed to like have kids she wasn't like physically capable so i don't know what happened there but i guess she had me so you, nice. well that's good the, the miracle baby Dougie and I just sitting down here alone and <laughs> there'd be no new shit coming out yeah no new dirty head song so it'd be over it, it was a wild wild journey and basically ended up uh, in Isla Vista okay Isla Vista up in, yeah. the, up in Santa Barbara area and Isla uh-huh. Vista for anyone that doesn't know listening it's Isla Vista is such a weird and awesome cool spot there's, there's the Santa Barbara State College up there and Pretty much every one of the college kids lives in Isla Vista, uh-huh. which is this little community that's on a cliff overlooking beautiful fucking Santa Barbara Ocean. I mean, it is a dreamland. When the Dirty Heads were first starting and when I was in Surround Sound back in the day, we had friends that went to oh, Santa yeah. Barbara and we would go up there and play shows. And Isla Vista is literally every single house is college kids and there's a party in every house. Yeah. That's and crazy. If you go up there on Halloween, every single house has a costume party and the streets are flooded you lived in Isla Vista. When did you move? For a there? long time. Fourteen. Yeah. I so I live. I then I moved from San Diego then to West Side Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Lived there for a couple of years, and then you know, my mom. Then I got in trouble again, and you know, moved out from my mom's house, and then after that, kind of went to Isla Vista. Okay. Um, and that 
really just like changed a lot, you know, like I met some amazing people and just started playing music and like, you know, felt like a really special connection with like the city and the place. And like, it's weird. It was like, there was all these like, there was like these different cultures. It's one square mile. It's like 25,000 kids. It's like Neverland. Yep. It's crazy, but it's like this, the most like beautiful like communities and like cool things are happening you know there's parks everyone's on longboards skateboards it's just like there's so much beautiful life awesome so much life there's so much life because it's just like you go outside and it's like everyone's out and people are skating people are riding bikes you you can walk down the beach and like the waves are good and people are surfing and it's like it's just like it's it's cool it's it's like a special place but me my my wife bray uh she moved up and we i like you know proposed to her like on the bluffs and stuff out there um but yeah and uh, all the I, that's when i kind of just like mellowed out kind of met so you, i felt met met god met met like something better than pain you know and then like that's cool kind of traveled there for a while and just like that's where i started doing music and you talk about those house parties i used to play in a band it's called Family Band, and that was kind of why I'm kind of new to this reggae rock scene because I grew up in it very heavily, and so that's why it comes out so naturally. But I was playing in like an indie rock band for a long time because, you know, I, it was also the era I grew up in. Like when I was in elementary school, like the Strokes are <laughs> on the radio, yeah. you know, and it's just like last yeah. night. I'm just like, oh yeah, this rocks too, <laughs> you know. Yeah, for sure. Strokes are one of my faves. Yeah, like modern so, bands. That's absolutely so one of my favorites. We, I, I was, you know. But that's how we started. We started so doing sick. house parties yeah. and like we just but it was so fun and so raw and like we literally recorded one song in my living room, like in garage band and like just put it on SoundCloud and like straight up these people just started like coming to our shows, like in IV. Like we would have house parties, we could announce it online and like these like LA like big big people are like showing up to like so that's how we kind of got our my my first manager his name was Nima you know before Christian and he kind of like helped journey with me through music but yeah started playing house parties and then the first show we I ever played that wasn't a house party was in Huntington at the US Open opening for Modest Mouse oh and nice this is obviously still in family band and that's family indie band. rock yeah band. this is this was in 2013 that's fucking huge so you're having success in the indie rock world you're a little i mean bit. yeah we were in we're out we were independent we never signed mm-hmm. you know and we just toured we hustled we grinded and we made money and we you know built that studio and we tried we we're just been, we've been working i've been doing music for a while and i've been growing my craft and all that stuff but it all started in IV and it started my first thing I ever made was it through a hundred dollar interface into like a MacBook Air that like I got used and it was just yep. like into GarageBand because I didn't have money for Logic and it was just like GarageBand came on the computer. Yeah, you yep, can make cool shit in GarageBand. And straight up, that's like literally how every I didn't know anything about technicality or like plugging things in or I never played in like a real band before, you know, because I just started playing guitar in high school by myself like I was too like I didn't ha- I had f- some friends you know I surfed a lot but like I wasn't like I don't know the guy in high yeah. school you know <laughs> popular I, like, I was in my room playing guitar more than like yeah 
Like more than you were trying to go hang out to so parties like, and shit. What, yeah, I don't what know. What ages is Family Band? So when you're in Isla Family Vista, Band was in, like in, for you. What age are you? This is like that? early beginning of my twenties. Beginning of your twenties, you're yeah. up in Isla Vista and, and you're starting. Ray Lim, my shows. wife, is also in it. You know, and so we have a kid. We're touring. We're like in a 15 passenger, the trailer. Like, Your wife and kid are with you. Yeah. Wow. Damn. In the band, wife's playing. We have like a nanny on the road, and like we're we're opening up for like bus bands. We're like hustling. That is and crazy. You know, okay. And we've done, and I've been, you know. So it's when when people like when I open for you know Sublime with Rome. Obviously, it's a heavy crowd to open for. You know, it's especially in Anaheim. Like those are some OG Sublime fans up mm-hmm. in there. You know, like yep. a lot of those people <clears throat> are just like. Stone cold, like middle aged, like Vatos from Long Beach. <laughs> and I'm just they like, oh, they're to hear totally. their favorite fucking Sublime songs, They do dude. not care about me, <laughs> you know. But like, but they will. A too, lot if of you go up there and they, you know, they'll love it, you for and life. A lot yeah. of them saw me for the first time, assuming this is probably my first show. Which, as this project, it is. You know, I've only played two shows in December. You know, that was like, or I played one in August too. But like. That's really been it, you know? And so for these people, they're like, this is crazy. But for me, that's like my thousandth and first show. You know, it's like yeah. going yeah, out there, like, I know exactly what media. to do for this crowd. Totally. Because I've done this uh, open for bus bands, like, played for people that are stone cold. And, you know, and then having Jared come out with that co sign because he came out and performed oh, that, that helps with yeah. me. And, and literally, like, people were getting into it. And then he came out, and everyone's like, oh, this guy's legit. Oh, I get it. And then after that, like people are singing songs that they've never heard before. I'm like teaching it to them. Everyone's into it. It was just, it felt special. It was like, it was cool. And then going backstage, they were like, yo, like last night, it was like quiet, like different band open, you know, I've, we didn't see them like give, give, give them that much love. Yeah. And it felt really just like, wow, thanks. Like this is just hard work. You know, it's like hard work meets preparation. Totally, I mean, Preparation man. meets opportunity, right? Yep. That's yeah. like we've talked about is. that for yeah, sure. We've talked about that. People yeah. are like, you're lucky. You're lucky. It's like, no. Yeah. I, I, people That's don't know people that you were in an indie band. People have no idea what yes. my story is. Yes. And they're like, bro, you're so lucky. The first thing you get is like producing no. for the Dirty Heads. I'm like, no, dude. I've been doing this forever. You just heard about me because the Dirty Heads are, are helping putting me by like putting me on because like they see the hustle too they see the grind they're like this dude's not just like coming on out of nowhere like he's got a family he's got like kids to feed he's got bills to pay like this is like been a hustle it's real and that's my only job you know it's there's no other like like well also i'm a server at a you know it's like no bro it's like me it's all in all in going all in i wanted to get back to this so you do the family band yeah sorry i can no no you're good good. i fucking love everything you just said because i'm learning all about you right now everyone is because you're new in this world for sure but i didn't even know you were that new so what the family band early 20s Uh uh-huh how long do you do that and how does that end how do you then start doing these reggae songs i mean you said you grew up with that so it's natural but What's the timeline with that? <sighs> Family Man. band had to end, I'm it's assuming, a very, right? It's a crazy story. So it didn't end. Like, we're still a band, but okay, everyone good. just lives okay. in different places. Yeah. We just stopped touring. It, it just yeah. became a ha- Everyone had families. And when... So, like, when me and Bray, we were the first ones in the band to get married, to have a kid, to, like, do any of that, right? And then, like, when everybody starts getting married and everyone starts having kids, yeah. then touring... 
and we're all about like we're trying to be like edward sharp like bring 30 people like we're just a hippie family we live bro. on like, the road let's go yeah like, yeah and everyone else is like hell no <laughs> <laughs> that's fun for a bit huh right people are like, they're like, like a shower they're like, here please. you know different people's wives are like no i would like to have a backyard let <laughs> yeah. my kids run like you guys mm -hmm. go work you and it's just like oh, okay sorry <laughs> yeah that'll do it okay so that that's cool so now we're getting the, so, the whole story so it never ended it's just it's it's tough yeah, right I mean, now bro, we put out our we never put out a real album we put out an ep we put out our first debut album january 1st 2020 you know like what we still, oh, sorry. No, you're good. Oh, killer. So that's, all Yeah, right. you could look it up on Spotify. I want it's to. no vowels, yeah. F-M-L-Y-B-N-D. It's like, it's, you know, I was young. We're so you like that no out. vowel thing, don't you? Denim. I mean, yeah, the, the reason oh, there's, there's no. vowel in that yeah, one. There's, there's an E. I was like, what are you talking about? Right. The reason there's no I in denim is because denim with an I was taken. Yeah. And then I, you know, like how the weekend, like, has doesn't have the last E. It's like the weakened, weakened, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I was like, he can do it. And he's like, superstar. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's not like Why there's no vowels. I can still read what it says. Oh, yeah. Like, when you see my name, Denim, you're not like, it's not like DNM, where you're like, Deanman, Denim, no, Dino. You know, it's just like, it, it's like just easy. it is yeah. what it is. And you you read it the same way you, you know. Totally. Can It's not like that was what sucked about Family Band. It was like, Family Band, like, <laughs> dude, the, the name you know? the name in the end doesn't fucking matter. Right, right. it's true. Dope. And it's if like you're dope, you're dope. You and up. like, dude, we I'll got as far as we did. Because <laughs> there's a band that did very well that I don't know how this ever got looked past, but their name was Cherry Poppin' Daddies. <laughs> I mean, dude, there's there's a massive band Cherry shouts out to daddies, there's dude. a massive band called diarrhea planet like if oh. you if you any oh. fest festival bill that you're like any touring band they're, would like yeah. love to be at their level and dude, like, there's a decent sized band it. called uh fart barf yeah, oh, dude fart barf's amazing yeah fart barf and then, dude i mean just fart barf. I, one time i had a conversation <laughs> with friend you're like even beep, like beep. red hot chili peppers if my buddy came up to right me right red hot you'd be, be like, like bro come on but I don't think that that's a dumb name when and I look the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right, when you look at them, you're like, that's, that's it. Them. So the it's Peppers, all, yeah. yeah. If you rip, you fucking rip, dude. And whatever you call yourself becomes exactly. awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm a piece of shit, you know? But if your music's good, yeah, fuck yeah, piece <laughs> of shit. Hell oh, yeah, it is. Cherry Pop, the Zoot Suit Riot. Is that them? They're like I a, think they're so. a fucking rockabilly. They're a rockabilly band. Yeah, I think that was them, yeah. That name always got me like, what the fuck? Cherry popping so daddies. So, that that's so dark. That's crazy. <laughs> dude. Wow, that's molesty. <laughs> some <laughs> molesty. Some people, dude. Right? God damn wow, it. Dude. Some people are just like that one slipped by just, the record label. The record label was like, yeah, sure. How did that one not make that's CNN? That's the move. That's yeah, that's yeah. good. Mm, they all agreed upon they it. They give them a spreadsheet of all these bands. They're like, oh mm, how about that one? Jimmy <laughs> Coming up next, consensual <laughs> sex. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, oh, oh my god! Man. So you're all over the world. You're playing with your. Um, you're playing with family band, and now I'm starting to understand even the name because it seems like everyone in the band has a family. I mean, this happened after you named the band, obviously. Right. But I mean, sorry, we were just heavy, circus. man. It was a. It was a season of life that was so beautiful. And just birthed so much amazing things in me. But it was like, bro, I was working, me and Bray were working for a farm. Like, we were just like, I don't know. We were just kids that were like hippies and just like doing whatever we wanted. And like, I discovered a synthesizer and was like, oh, yeah. Yep, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> sick. And then I met a dude who's like, I can drum. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can play guitar and sing too. 
because I grew up yeah, playing yeah. Sublime songs. That's how I learned how to play music. Was like trying to impress girls. Like I don't practice that, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, that's kind of hot. That's kind of hot. Pick up the acoustic yeah. and just yeah. 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 He's mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> If they pick it up and they're like, no, woman, no. You're like, stop. That's stop. pretty good. Like, oh, man, he's, he thinks. Hey, it's you actually kind of good. They pick up the guitar and just, at the bar. That's my reggae rock go-to, just yeah. at the bar. At the bar. I think there's got to be 700 reggae rock at sounds the bar. in that exact tonality. And I was at the bar. Oh, yeah. Boing, ding. But dude, uh, so fuck. Okay, so then you you're, you come to Huntington Beach, and then you right, start okay, making so, songs so on your own. So my dad, my this? dad grew up in Huntington. Um, my grandpa grew up in Huntington. Uh, my wife also grew up in Huntington. Like, okay, I feel like makes sense. My uncle lives on Springfield, right across the street from the high school. Like, like my cousins live in Huntington. They're. I feel like I've grown up coming here. Like oh, I was yeah. here every Fourth yeah. of July. So it was, feels like home. I was here every Christmas. Yeah, it's like. Uh, very much so. And then when me and Bray started dating, like I was, we were high schoolers, you know? And so that was. Oh, so you were coming along all the time, all the time dude. Like just driving all, yeah. I, when did you come to Huntington Beach? When did I move here? Yeah, when did you move here? 2017. So a few years back. So is that when you start doing reggae things and on your own? Or are you yeah, still so I was already starting. I had basically originally, so Denim originally, I had started as like a side hustle. To just like make like beats and make money, mm-hmm. and then it became this like uh, like it reacted differently than I thought it would. Like I was hoping for like like sinks and just like didn't have to like focus on it. I was still gonna hustle family band, and like, but it was like the people I was signed signed to with it was were like dance people, and they it was literally just like make dance music, and like. Like you're gonna make money, so and I with was like, denim, bro, you I have need... a sign. You're signed, kind of. With I was denim like, to make it, beats. So not anymore. Not this is all like this is all before years ago. But this is denim you're talking about. Yeah, that yeah, you were yeah. signed with fucking hell. So you got family band going. You get signed with denim uh-huh. to make dance beats. To just straight up, I was just like, because it was easy for me. I was like, mm-hmm. the drummer in Family Band yeah. is one of the best. Who I also want to introduce you. I think he would do a better job than me. Probably one of the best producers I've just in the world brilliant at everything his name is ethan davis shouts out ethan oh yeah i love to meet he him has, he's just super talented but he was mm-hmm. a drummer in family band he kind of got sick of this is how i learned how to produce was him getting sick of me telling him what to do <laughs> and he's like yo why don't you just do it and i'm like because i don't know how he's like yeah, i learn. learned yeah he's like you can learn i was like oh it's like a backstreet well, driving okay. on, on my yeah. like backseat driving so on it my was beats. Because <laughs> after he kind of like came around, it became like, bro, we can just make whatever we want now. And like, mm-hmm. like you can, you're good at recording it. Like that's tight. And he's like, yeah. And like, I had all the ideas, you know, I just didn't have, I had a hundred dollar interface. And yeah. like he was, now you can just sit at home and create. He, yeah. And he, he just brought a new element of like creating to the table that I didn't have, oh, you know, yeah. which was cool. But, he got sick of me of being like, no, 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 all right, so like, tweak it a little bit, like, just turn the cutoff down a little bit, but not too much. <laughs> yeah. and he's like, bro, uh, you can't even tell the difference. Like, you do it. It's like, well, I don't know how. <laughs> and you don't want to have to learn. You're like, but I don't want to push buttons. And I was I like, and I remember shit. showing yeah. him like yeah. my first demos, and I'm like, yo, these are fire. And he's like laughing because yeah. I listen back. I'm like, they were absolute 
trash. Just thin. Uh, not even thin. Like, I didn't even know. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I thought, like, certain things sounded good. Like, like I didn't know that a dry vocal was, like, great. You know? I was always just like, oh, you were man, wet hide that. Up. Hide oh, that thing way back there. Delay. Just like, like yeah. go, go, go. Do you have a, something <laughs> wet? Something to make it wet? Super, yeah. super wet. I need wet. it to be wet. I'm no. insecure about my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just way down shit. in the mix, huh? You're like, fucking. So that was, that was. But that works sometimes. I always loved that about the Beastie Boys, how they had that like telephone thing over yeah. their voice. And they'd sync it in. But that's the fucking Beastie Boys. So they totally. do whatever yeah. they want. But yeah, they so do whatever I basically, they want. after that, started making beats and was just like this is easy now. Like I just got better and it was, I wasn't that good, but I was like, this is just like, whatever. It's cool. And I can like sing falsetto. I was doing little like mm -hmm. soulful, like it was fun. You know, it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, get, yeah. it's like music's music. It's like, if you can get into, it is what it is. You know, like I would say like, I'm not a fan of country, but I feel like if I was invited to Nashville to go write a country song with a country singer, like I could probably get into it. You know, easily. <laughs> easily. I'm just like, easily. yeah, this is actually kind of like a vibe. And I see I've never been a part of your world. Like, I get it now. You know, yeah. like, yeah, once you dip into all those worlds, it's it's easy when like you were a kid. We were punk rockers, Duddy and I. And yes. then we were into reggae and rap. And, and my manager like, country. But then you hear right. some good country. You're like, that's the like shit. some Chris Stapleton or something. Yeah, you're no, just like, oh, that's what that's amazing country. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I listen to country with now any on, music. You know, right. you're, you're gonna old, find exactly you're gonna find some shitty country, and so people, you're gonna find some shitty rap, you're gonna find some shitty reggae, but you're gonna also find yeah. some great ones and all of that, too. Right, you know? exactly. So. Every genre of music, if you find you will find something you like, and then you'll and then all of a sudden you'll go, oh. I, I do like this genre. I just need to find what I like within yes. it. That's right, right, all right. it is. Exactly. Totally. Talent is everywhere. So that's, that's crazy. Right. So but just yeah, a so fun was, side was, hustle. You're learning to mix and it becomes this whole thing. And it thing. was just like, man, it was, it was providing for my family at the time. And it was like, I got a, you know, a good check for it. And I was like, dope. This is cool. Like, mm -hmm. and then it reacted on Spotify and it was like dance music. And it was like, number two on like the viral 50 and like all like i was like yo what like nice. this is we like and i'm trying to get like my actual like stuff that i'm proud of to like react like that you know but like that was the the tough part is that they're like there's so much money to be made in streaming revenue by playlisting and like all this stuff that you could do and it's like dope cool so like just kept doing that but it was like i started just writing these songs and like showing it to them like what are you doing i'm like oh i'm like writing i'm like being an artist like i don't know like <laughs> writing just, music just showing you like and it would just be like a, an acoustic demo or something and like why would you show us that like because it was you know they mm -hmm. weren't feeling it and so it became this like crazy tension basically and just felt like i couldn't be who i was meant to be and that's i was gonna quit i was like that was when we were moving that was right after we moved actually it was like right when we got to oc when we started building the studio and like I was just lost though. I was like, the, we didn't build a studio for like eight months after we moved, you know. So I, those eight months was like just rough times, you know. Just, what am I doing with my career? What, where am every, I going? Yeah, and just like family band is like we haven't toured now for like a year, and we're like we're just what's happening. And then the denim stuff, I'm like really unhappy with. I'm like I really am ashamed of this. Like, yeah. if this is actually going to become like an artist thing, like I hate this, like this, this is like shameful, you know? But then other people are like, that's my favorite stuff. I'm like, cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. All good. Like I was vibing with it at the time. So like, I know I liked it at one point. 
Yeah. I wouldn't have put it You're out. You're not going to make something you hate, but it's yeah. not well, you. didn't want to do that forever. I yeah. don't want Exactly. And so the next one I put out was a lot more like acoustic heavy and like hip hop drums. And they were kind of like whatever. And then I ended up meeting Rock Mafia, which is who kind of, you know, helped me out with like getting the record deal sorted and getting, you know, out of the deal, getting free, owning my masters, but basically just becoming business partners with them. And they're like... A production duo that are amazing tim and antonina are both like she t- antonina like you know wrote mariah carey's like breakout hits when she was only like 17 like she's a legend and tim's like equal legend they're both just they've been grinding for a long time they've nice. developed and broke like miley cyrus like yeah like that type of like and okay, selena cool. gomez and like just taking big and pop they're world. hit makers yeah. you know they're mm-hmm. like and they're real, and they took like a liking to me, which was really like crazy for me. It was just, I was in like that, towards the end of the eight months before we started building the studio, like, and they emailed, like reached out and was like, hey, would you like to come write with us? And I was just like, I had never heard of them at that time. So I Googled them, was like, what? Like, what? <laughs> shit. It's like, it just is like Eminem, Diplo, Justin Bieber. Blah. It's just like, what the? Like, okay. All right. Yeah. As like, I've as heard like of a, them. As like a st- very struggling, broke songwriter who has no idea what's about to happen. And yeah. even still, I just went through that again, like recently, you know, like it just, it comes and goes till it doesn't, you know, yep. it's so until weird. the checks get yeah. a little bigger. Totally. I've, I've said this on the show before. I remember I lived with Duddy, like when the Dirty Heads, they were already signed with their first label, but you know, there was yeah. weird tensions there. I mean, and Jared Duddy was, had a kid. I remember Duddy saying, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Cause I got a kid. I got to make my, bro, got, that's been my struggle. I swear <laughs> a month later, lay me down, blew up on the radio. Right. And I always say that to the bands that are out there, you know, hang on as long as you can. If you still love playing that music, look, if you're not in love with your band anymore, then that's a, that's a whole nother thing. Right. But if you still love your band, hold out, you know, cause it's, it, you just don't know what's going to happen a week or two from there. And if you still believe in the music you're doing, oh yeah, go all the way till you don't fucking believe anymore. Right. right? Because you just don't know what's right around the damn corner. Totally. And it's literally like you'll turn a corner and then boom, the success I was waiting for. Holy shit. Right. You know, it was just five minutes away, you know? So just as long as you love it, keep cracking. And you didn't, love the dance shit that you were having to do so you were yeah you i was were i was just bummed i was bummed like, i was just like this really sucks this is not who i am yeah and i really had to like it was rock mafia that like really helped me because i brought in this demo which was my first single life's too short and that was like a song that i had written about my dad and just about where i was at and just like all this stuff and like you know just processing you and know, just, led you to just figuring it all out. And the hook just was like, life's too short to stress out. Cause I was like stressed. Like I was in a dark place, yeah. you know? So like singing that was really powerful for me versus just being like, we're at the bar. It was like, it's fine. It was like me bar, telling myself that, yeah. you know, like as I'm like on a, having a mental breakdown, <laughs> like, yeah, you're good, bro. Come on. <laughs> hey, that's how good shit happens. Keep, keep, keep it together. Keep it together. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. You got a family now. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, so Rock Mafia, they actually heard the demo and they're like, this is dope. Uh, we're going to pitch it to an artist. And I was like, oh, like I have to sing this. Like this is this is like so personal to yeah, me. Yeah, like yeah. I want this to be mine. Oh, right. Yeah. And they were like, well, I mean, OK, well, you sang it all wrong in the demo. Like the way you sang it stresses me out. But you're saying life's <laughs> too short to stress out. And I was like, I just never thought about stuff like that. I was like, I sang it perfectly. 
like the pitch is good. Yeah, it's all, hit all the notes. <laughs> right. And they just brought so much more like vocal yeah. performance out. And then it was in that session. Tim was like, Hey, are, did you ever listen to sublime? And I was like, I mean, yeah, like Brad, like raised me, you know, <laughs> as a kid. And he was like, it shows like, I don't, I've never heard anybody like that sounds like themselves, but has this like cry in their voice that like I've only heard in like Brad or, you know, it was like, and he yeah. was like from like high desert when he was a kid, he opened for sublime when they were like touring through like Victorville and oh, okay, like, cool. you know, all those yeah. like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. from up there originally. And he's like, like, I remember like I met him and it's like, there's just something about like, it's just, you carry yourself in a certain way that reminds me of that. And it was just, it just became this thing that I was like, that's wild because I've never thought of it like that, you know, and I've never tried to be that or I never wanted to like, you know, like I've always loved it, but I just, I never thought it was going to be me that like made that type of music, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. It, it just, life kept happening and like more and more, I just wanted to get back to like who I was. You know, like I felt like I just got fucking beach kid. I just San got Diego, lost dude. in like band world in L.A. and like yes. who's who and like yep. money and all this. St- and I'm just like I'm wearing like Doc Martens, black skinny jeans, like all black and gold chains. And like I'm just like, who, what? <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. And it's like I was like not this at all and like i still was broke it still wasn't like you know we, we i wasn't like balling out but i was faking the funk i was just like i was like yo i was attracted to like i was i was like starry-eyed by all the success all the dude la will easy. grab you, you. To it happens Hollywood to everybody and yep. you're like talking to g easy and he's like yo you're gonna be a star bro and you're like sick I, like, be fucked, I better go buy another necklace. Yeah. I'm gonna dress like you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be Dizzy. That's sick. It. Skinny jeans, leather jacket. You look like so original. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Anyway, but so, yeah, so it that. just came back. I haven't cut my hair since 2017. Like I haven't. Yeah. I had short hair when I moved down here, and I was just like, I'm just growing it. My hair dreads naturally, so I didn't get dreadlocks. I'm. I'm not you know, going to talk bad about anybody, but like, I'm not like the white guy, dread guy, even though mm-hmm. I am a white guy who has dread. It's, <laughs> it's, it's an unfortunate yeah. <laughs> combination. Yeah. I know what you mean. You're but, not yeah. walking around going like, have a blessed day. And yeah. just, just no, like, and that's what Jared's expressed. He's like, bro, but you're you yeah. like, you're not like, like mesh tank top, like Rasta colors. It's like, what's yeah. up? Josh? It's yeah. just like, no, it's like, you're just, you're not Ross Denim. Well, and there was cool. actually a kid I grew up with in San Diego. His name was Gator. I haven't seen him in probably, I don't know, 15 years. Good name. His name was Gator. And his hair dreaded naturally, but I had never grown it out long enough. Yeah. So shout out to Gator because my hair does what you Shit. Used to. Shout <laughs> out to Gator. Damn. So yeah, long ride. Family band. Long to, ride. Uh, down here to OC into now Denim. Yeah. In a denim project he wasn't stoked on, out of that, into the project he well, wants to be doing. Well, because originally I was doing it up in Santa Barbara. Up in Santa Barbara. And now he's here. And now he's, uh, you know, he's doing what he wants. He's on the path to be, you know, playing the music he wants to be playing and found himself again. And that had to feel good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God, dude. I saw that oh, one coming from No like, way. I snuck that shit out. Catalina Island. Uh, I'm all halfway through on a like, paddleboard over here. Going? He's going somewhere, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Speaking of feeling good, we have some sponsors on the show that make you feel great 
great. And this one has been with us since day one. We love this product and this company, and that is Koi CBD. What an amazing uh, company with so many amazing products. I talk about it all the time. I love the tinctures. I take the drops every morning. They make me feel great. But right now, they are doing something really cool. Um, and you can't get it anywhere else. So you need some hand sanitizer? You need some hand sanity? You do. Is that Purell at? Oh, dude, we have a we have some over here. But uh, you can go to koicbd.com right now, and they have hand sanitizer. And what they're doing is, for every ounce that they sell, they are giving the equal amount to uh, hospitals and first responders all through Southern California. So you're gonna get hand sanitizer, help yourself out, and you're gonna help out a bunch of other people as well. So Bam, go to koicbd.com, put in code DuddyB at checkout, twenty percent off. Yes, and also another amazing company that we love so much is Onnit, and that's Onnit with two N's, O-N-N-I-T. We love this company. Um, Right now, I talked about it on the last one, I'm loving, they have these pills, they're called the New Mood Pills, and I take them like, you know, in the afternoon, late afternoon, and they just help relax you, and they don't put you to sleep. They're not like a sleeping pill, but when you do fall asleep, they help you sleep through the night. I love it, and I always take the Alpha Brain. It just helps me stay sharp, and my memory's getting stronger and stronger every day. What about you, Jake? I t- I'm taking the new mood as well, yep. like a natural mu- mood enhancer, and yep. it does. It helps you relax at the end of the night, but for me, mainly, it's all the like supplements that kind of give you energy i love that stuff so i'm using the electrolytes i've said it on the show a thousand times the electrolytes make i can run for days i don't get thirsty on the run and the pre-workout it's just my combo dude i put them together stir that shit up and now i've been adding greens they have this this powder where it's just a bunch of like really good greens you know whatever green food put down into a powder so you just stir it up in a cup take it back bam you got all your daily greens i put them all in the cup together Wisp it up, dog. And Wisp it up. Him, and that is on it with two N's, O-N-N-I-T dot com. If you do forward slash duddy after that, you will get 10% off your order. And also, uh, one more is Cutlass Brand. Go to cutlassbrand.com. If you put in code duddyb at checkout, you're going to get 15% off your order. We just dropped the new men's and women's line, some new headwear, and all uh, through quarantine. Every order will come with a custom limited edition quarantine card signed by yours truly. Oh, shit. Yeah, that. that's right. Standing O in the that's bunker. That's cutlassbrand.com. Uh, put in code duddyb at checkout. 15% off. Boom. Slam, son. Right up in your face. That's that. And also, as we're just doing this, I'm going to do another uh, little drop. Uh, We do have a Patreon page, guys. Uh, That's right. The Patreon page has lots of behind-the-scenes footage from all the episodes. We do uh, fun watch parties over there. Um, Just a lot of fun stuff happens over there, and you get a lot of of extra content. We're going to be dropping episodes that are only available on our Patreon as well. Um, It's a $4.99 a month fee. It helps us keep the podcast going, and... um, yeah, go check it out. Pot- Patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy, and you could uh, help the podcast go and, and get a lot of extra content as well. Bam. Content. Content, uh, content, content, content. Real quick before we move on, I do want to plug the new show that Duddy and I are doing. We are creating in our bunker a wall that has all of Duddy and my favorite 80s and early 90s action posters on it. We're talking Stallone. 
We're talking Schwarzenegger, Jean-Claude Van Damme, all the Buffets, Steven Seagal. So we're we're putting we're all the Buffest all the Buffest guys and Steven Seagal. And and we're gonna we're gonna we're putting together a nice little wall and Duddy and I will very soonly start reviewing our favorite action movies. And that's all going to exist on Patreon. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And we're going to start the whole thing out with Bloodsport. Blood that will sport. be coming up quickly and soonly. So let's slide right into some more fan questions. But these fan questions are for Denim. Oh so did you my. screenshot any of those, Duddy? No. <laughs> I told you to. Look at Duddy that's looking at me no. like I didn't tell him to. That's okay. We can just simply go over to the Feeling Good with Duddy on Instagram it. and just find some that you dig in there. Uh, this right. person wants to know when will we see you tour? Probably on the East Coast. Oh well, shit! Right I wish now, any of us knew that. Actually, nobody hey, knows when anyone's going to be touring. Tour when touring is allowed again. <laughs> yeah. Good question. <laughs> I had for a, sure. I had some shows lined up that are not happening no more. Well, they might, but you know. They're all postponed. See, that question is good. Like, when are you coming back to North Pacoima? That question sucks, but since you're new to touring as yeah, Denim, that's like, actually a very valid like, question. Well, when are you going to get out there, dude? Yep. As soon as I can. Unfortunately, the answer I is got a great. Know. I got you know, a great manager with where I need to go, and he has a very clear vision, and I do too. So I think it's just as soon as we're allowed to go, yep. we're going to make sure – you know, and obviously every band in the scene like respects a good hustle and yep. like they don't know my story. So I got to kind of like rehustle again, which I'm down for, yep. you know, and but don't you worry. So many people listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows your hustle now, dude. Everybody. The days of people not knowing the hustle are done. But it's yep. like it's just working your way up. You know, there's yeah. different tiers of bands. Like I don't think I don't personally believe that I would be ready for a Dirty Heads tour right now because it would be a cool look, obviously, for me. But. It wouldn't make, I think I could bring more to the table to a Dirty Heads tour like six months down the road or something. Get, get some work in and. I was yeah, like get a couple other tours yeah. first yeah. and like no, get some hype in the scene, release my album, which is still, it's coming out the end of May. Yeah. I got, you know, a new single coming out in May, like Rock Mafia with, so it's me and Rock Mafia together. That song Good Morning Sun I showed yeah. you it's coming out on 12 Tone, which I'm like, insanely hyped about so that's like my first single it's coming out on like a a big label like that so that's exciting cool. um <laughs> sure is that's oh, exciting Daddy's all sounds nifty hey all man right, next he's up like hey man I've, i remember all that <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> how cute, <laughs> how cute. Uh, i remember when my first big hit happened <laughs> <laughs> it was exciting. I know. Oh, man. I've um, had so many. Now it's hard to remember. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, but Jesse Z rules. She's always uh, Jesse always, always has hopping great questions. On. She wants to know, what's your favorite part about this isolation, and how have you kept yourself motivated? Perfect which is great, question. because after this, that's going to lead me right into our uh, our word of the day, our thought of the day. Word of the day. I got one. All right, hell yeah. So, so yeah, so. how are you staying motivated? What are you doing to you know keep yourself man, busy? Just honestly having a great time. And I know it's a... It's not that that way for everybody, but I'm just super thankful right now. And like we're luckily financially taken care of, you know, like got a couple things, even like working with you guys. All all this stuff came in all at the right time to where it's like, wow, like everything shut down for a few months and like we're chilling for a few months. That's wild. You know, and I feel yeah. like stuff like that always happens. You know, the world has a funny way to work saying, itself out. Yeah. The, the Duddy and I were saying the same thing about this show. If we didn't have this podcast, you know, and this opportunity, what would we be doing right now? Duddy'd be sitting at home 
and I'd be sitting at home because I yeah. my work's done, Duddy's work is down, and we're just super lucky that we have this. We get to keep doing this and right. grow this, and you're so lucky that it seems like your music's in the exact place where this isn't affecting you, this this lockdown. Like you said, you it's didn't like have a I could still plan. put music out and yeah. people are going to eat it up, yeah. and that's amazing. And you can keep people you know, entertained. What a, what a beautiful, you know, that's entertainment industry is cutthroat and it's hard and it's crazy but it's also beautiful in the sense like it doesn't ever stop (laughs) the world could be shut down and you still need to be entertained someone will start banging sticks so somebody's gonna be somebody's gonna be entertaining because there's always gonna be people paying because they don't if they're sitting at home what are they doing all day they're getting entertained watching netflix they're gonna go on youtube they're gonna consume like entertainment doesn't sleep like So it's this it's this weird thing that like people will still consume while everything's still kind of shut down and we're just you know fucking cell phones really you consume twenty four hours yeah. a day now. Yeah. Duddy and I remember when you had to get up and turn a knob on your TV to go to the right. next yep. channel. It's like I'm glad I'm I'm as old as I am because I remember a time when there was no cell phone, a no beepers, time. no one had a computer, yeah, nothing, dude. It nope. was me and Duddy playing in the dirt. Dude, yeah. and turn we had twelve channels and nine of them sucked. Yeah. Right, well, you I, know it was a beautiful thing, dude. It's yeah. true, man. So I it's love like that, there's, though, there's you know. Any but more yeah. good questions, Bobby? No, so wait, what, what say, was the uh, question again? I feel like I had to no, wrap, no, up. No, I feel like I had to wrap it up. It was just how, how we stay motivated. But um, Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm also loving spending time with my family. That's yeah. like, oh, that's for sure. great. Like one, dude. That's like, so much good family time That's what I'm saying is like uh, the relief of like financial stress. Like, because that, if that's weighing down on you, like that'll like suffocate you. When you're like, like you remember how it felt when you're just like, it's terrifying. Like, wow, I don't know. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. You know, like we might have to move out and be homeless. I don't know. (laughs) So it's nice knowing like just for now, like in this time we're taken care of. And like, that's pretty crazy. You know, and I expect more things are going to keep. I believe that about myself. Everything's elevating for me this year, you know, like. Even songwriting credits, production credits, my artist, you know, career, like everything I've, I've just, you know, I've, I'm living it. Like you hit me up. Like yep. well, we don't, we don't really like you know, go way back. You no, know? I just no. met him, you know, for the first time, like a couple weeks ago, probably. I was introduced to you yeah. but with the song you dropped with Jared. I just saw Jared drop the new song. I'm like, yeah. oh, let me give it a listen. And I, and like I, I told Duddy uh, before you came in, it was a unique song. It wasn't what I expected to hear yeah. when I hit play. Right. And I, I likened it to, I don't know if you know this, do you, you know the band Blur? That song, woohoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. it kind of felt to me like. That tight. song is immediately into the right. chorus. It's immediately exciting and it's gone and two minutes right your song's just two verses it's that banging chorus and jared's already rapping 10 seconds into the shit it's like yeah. you just and i'm like why waste instantly your time? i like this <laughs> and i never had a moment to not like it and the song was done and i was like that's my perfect intro to you yeah and then i went and seeked out your other music and saw that you're doing all sorts of good shit but Thank it's you. a great fucking song man Thanks. it's a fun ass song and it's just unique in this community right now in the reggae rock scene yeah so. That's what I was, and that's really like a, a core belief of mine is like, man, so much of what this scene was built off of was, wasn't just reggae, right? Like it wasn't just like roots reggae. It was what Brad did in Long Beach yeah. in the nineties. And it's what all of Sublime did, you know, but it, there was something with like the songwriting and the, 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 the way to describe your surroundings and the way to take in different influences. And I love that like Eric is obsessed with punk rock you know and it's yeah. like 
loves <clears throat> punk. Like I, you know, I love punk too. I got my Bad Brain shirt under. Like yep. I've I've grew up loving this stuff, and it's like I feel like a lot of people in like the scene just aren't aren't from certain. Like you can be from wherever you know, and if you make dope music about where you're from or like just reality, you know, like I feel like so yeah. much of reggae has to be like tropicalized, you know, like vacationized. And whereas yeah. where I get it, cause it is party music, man. You mm-hmm. want to feel good. It feels happy. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's not always like real life, but that was what was so beautiful about what sublime did was yes. like, was they brought real. this, like this ominous side of SoCal that like, the world didn't see because LA wasn't painting that at the time. They were still painting it as like beautiful, sunny California. And they're like, it's also got hoods. It's also got drugs. It's also got violence. It's It's also got like cool stuff, bad stuff, like everything. But they went, it was like all the influences were like hip hop and like stuff that felt like where I'm from. Like I grew up watching surf movies with punk rock. Oh like, yeah, we talked about that. That's now, where we now came movies from. Are super, yeah. They're tight and they're autistic and they're creative, but and they get like these crazy soundtracks. But bro, back in the day, it was just like, just like, let's go. That's how we found Pennywise. It's good. It's good. It's good. We found every one of our punk bands, our SoCal punk bands, from Momentum, Momentum to Focus, all these early Pennywise or something. You know, just like, you're just like, it gets me hyped. I want to go to the beach and do airs. Yeah, exactly. I'd be at the beach for fucking 30 minutes before the sun came up. We'd be sitting there in the parking lot listening to Pennywise and getting fired up. Yes. Yes. And it did. It was a blend. You but know? yeah, that was a great question from Jesse. Thank you. Yeah, and that does we'll keep lead going. We just keep fucking losing my, our minds uh, on this episode. Just having great. a great That's time good, in quarantine. Man. But yeah, it leads me into the, the word that we're going to use today, and that is um, motivation. How do you stay motivated, people? Motivation is huge, and you got to be able to find motivation, especially right now in these coronal times. It's so easy to just become a freaking just couch potato and just cool. sit there and stare at Netflix all day and then just be depressed and then that just makes you even more grumpier so the next day you're going to wake up and you're going to feel even worse and you're going to watch even more shows and then yeah. you're just going to fall into this sad circle of no motivation and you can't do that man you got to find ways to stay can't motivated find ways to just yes. keep your brain working even if it's every time you watch a show and you're about to start another one pause it drop down do 10 push-ups and then start the fucking Straight next up. show. Honestly. And then and then you watch three shows, and next thing you know, you're like, oh, well, I did 30 push-ups. And if you do that, you do that a couple days. Next time you drop down to do those 10, you're going to be like, well, I'm not tired. I'm already down I'm here. doing 20. Well do tw- 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 uh, yeah. Might as well do yeah. 10 more. Hey, if you're <laughs> watching live TV, yeah. every time a commercial hits, bro, you're jumping jacks or you're push-ups. Stretching, even if it's just stand up and stretch. Just do something. And the next thing you know, you're just going to be doing push-ups and stretching and whatnot while watching the show. Yeah. And then you're going to start well, feeling better about- and your brain's going to be pumping. You're going to start wanting to do other projects and, and it's just going to make you feel better. It takes energy to create energy. It really does. So if people. you sit on the couch, you'll have no energy. You yep. get up, do 10 jumping jacks. All of a sudden you want to do 10 more. Straight it's up. like pushing a fucking ball down a yeah. hill, but you got to push it first. Yep. And then let that the shit The hardest roll. part of that whole thing is to just stand up <laughs> yeah. off wow. of the couch and go, I'm going to do this. And then I'm about once to you do stand up, push-ups. you're like, all right, I'm fucking up. Let's go. Let's do it. You don't Let's want to do, do the, fall into the fat bastard thing, which was what I eat because I'm unhappy yeah. and I'm unhappy because I eat. It'll just keep going. <laughs> dude. Stop vicious, eating. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious, it's a vicious cycle. cycle. Yeah. So you guys heard it. Find, find ways to stay motivated. And also, uh, you know, if you are feeling good and you're, and you're quarantined up with someone in your house, a family member who you, you can 
tell just needs a little help being motivated, fucking help them out, motivate them, figure out a way to pump them up to get onto your same page. We're going to do these jumping jacks together. Dude, honestly, yeah. most people have smart TVs of some like a Apple TV or a Fire Stick or whatever you're watching TV with. Like, there's probably like at home workouts. That's what me, me and my girl are oh, there's doing. Fucking I threw my back P90X, out because I went. Dude, oh, let's man. get it. I got I've never bad done back, that, but, but man, I've been laid out for a couple of days. But I'm before that, we were doing these hit workouts, and it's just like we we got three kids that are you know screaming and whatever. Yeah. We got six, two, and one, so we're just like, whatever, you know? It is what it is. You got to do it. Like, you got to yo, find ways. We're in it together, and, like, me and you are homies. Like, we're good. Like, this is chaos. We have a small, tiny place. Like, we're not wealthy yet. I'm not put on yet. It's like, nope. and it's loud. And it's like, it's like, wow, I really can't wait to. I'm in a fucking one-bedroom apartment with yeah. four people right <laughs> I now. I can't wait I'm to. losing just, my shit. I can't oh. wait to, you know, hit the road. And yeah, <laughs> you're like, can I come back checks? to the bunker? <laughs> Oh man, that's back. right. Just some some place for them to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> we have burned past, dude. We have been rolling so, yeah. so hard on this episode that we actually our iPad has turned off, and we're now recording on a secondary device. Oh, nice! Jeez. Look at that. We're going, dude. All right, so all good. So let's <laughs> let's. Thank you, though, for that, uh, Jesse, to get us into that word of the day. Yeah, uh, done, motivation. Be, stay motivated, people. Don't become lazy and grumpy. Let's all do this together. But let's get into some segments. All right. And he said that he had had one before we asked him. We're going to start today's segments with a scary zone. Oh, hold. Dun, 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 dun. Have you? <laughs> oh, God. Duddy's doing these drops live right now. He's losing it already. Have you ever been scared? Welcome to the scary zone. Ah! So let's right, hear your scary so- tale. Well, <laughs> man, I don't know. I've had a couple weird encounters, but an <coughs> an odd one that I remember specifically, which I don't know why this is, it, in hindsight, it's not actually that scary, but I was coming home late at night, driving west side Santa Barbara on West Valerio Street, and there's just, you know, it it's like, it. It is what it is. It's like there's, it's nice, but there's also a lot of. It's like West Side Costa Mesa, kinda. You know, just like there's a lot of tweakers around, a lot yep. of crackheads. Yep. You know, like it's and a nice house. There's a guy swinging at the air in front of it. That's and weird. It's, <laughs> it's, it is. It's. I love it. You know, I think it's a, a rad place. But weird stuff like that happens. You know, so I'm driving, and there's my driveway, and I'm going to pull in. It's right, like two in the morning or something. So it's late, pitch black. I got no music on in the car. I'm just tired. I'm just cruising. And I'm like young. I'm like mm, 18, probably. Yeah. Right. So I'm just like, I'm not afraid. Like, I'm, you know, but I just pull in, headlights hit this dude that's just standing in my driveway. Oh, that's creepy. That's, already. that's creepy. And he's just like, you can just tell he's just cracked out. Or, but he's not, he's not blinking and he's not breaking eye contact with me. Oh, he's just deadlocked <laughs> and, and on I'm, you? But he was waiting there. Like, he wasn't even walking. It's like he was just like, like standing there <laughs> waiting. And I was like, he's like, where you been? Okay. I was like, all right. And then I just went, I didn't even honk or anything. I was just like, I mean, he's just a stare down. So I was just <laughs> chilling and he didn't move. And I was just like, all right. It was like scary because it's so yeah. late and I'm kind of like, you're like, well, what's, what's uh, going to happen here? Is yeah. this guy like 
demon possessed or something is he like <laughs> you know like gonna come at me like what's about to happen can he break through my windshield like this dude looks intense and then he walked away <laughs> oh. and that was it and i was like Whew, right on <laughs> was, like, i was i stayed up an extra 15 minutes thinking about it that's you know but i wasn't that scared Cheese is calling. Are you about to answer this live Should on? I? Oh, dude, answer it. Jeez. Cheese, who's been on the show multiple times. Cheese. What's up, buddy? What are you doing? I'm just uh, driving around Nashville. I, I'm in the middle of recording a podcast right now with Denim, and I have you on, on the microphone. You're on the I'm show, on the Cheese. Podcast. You're on the podcast right now. Well, I wish you would have had a camera in my car because I'm driving naked. That's the part I didn't tell you. Are you really? That's the part I, I didn't am. tell Why? you. Why? I've got a, a t-shirt on because I just, you know what, in all this corona stuff, I just, I quit wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> you think, okay, you protect your top half, but fuck oh the bottom half. Oh, my God. Well, I'm, I'm protecting you from my top half. Okay. When people see the size of my nuts, they're in amazement, but they don't need to see the top half. They can just imagine it. Okay. The top right. half just sits on the yeah. nuts like a little fucking noodle. Yeah, I, you know, I, I wish I wish my wiener were bigger, but I'm so proud of my nuts that I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I heard, I heard Trump just put in a 10 days to kill the virus, and that is no pants for 10 days. So Cheese is simply doing what he's told. Okay, you guys heard it. No pants. Till this no quarantine's pants. over. I, I highly recommend everybody to not wear pants while you're doing this whole experiment. You don't need to. You're <laughs> and if you go out, you're in the car. I trust you this. I know all you crazy dudes out there are watching the news and stuff. The news guys, they're at home. They're not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cheese. the best way to keep people six feet away is to have no pants on. Do a little social distance. <laughs> That's true. Or, or they advance on you, and, and you, some you may not want, some you may, but it, it breaks the ice. It, <laughs> it breaks the ice? <laughs> I said, or they may advance on you, is what you... Yeah. <laughs> when you're not wearing pants, it's like, you want to do this or not? There's no, there's no romance in nothing. You know where you're at. You know where you're you at. Know where you're you want to party? If you do, let's go. If not, get out of my way. I got to find somebody that wants to party. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm about to take my pants off right now. I think you should. It's a podcast. You're not supposed to wear pants. I'll tell you what. When I get back into town, if this corona thing is still happening, which um, hopefully it's not, I will come in and do your podcast. And all the podcasters or E's or whatever you guys call yourselves, Wiley podcasters, whatever. Uh, just know that I'm not going to be wearing pants. Just know. Uh, you know what? None of us are. Next time you come in to do a podcast, no pants. Dude, Deal. look at cheese. I swear, we're all doing it. No pants. All right. It's on there. There you go. Well, thank you for calling. You're welcome. Uh, I'll <laughs> talk to you about some dirty head or business and supply with Rome stuff, but when you're done with your podcast, <laughs> definitely... Uh, call me back, and I'm sorry, Denim. I'm sorry I interrupted your. Oh, bro, it's all good. Here, <laughs> We're just chilling. Good, good job on those Dirty Head songs, by the way. Thank Denim. you, sir. Probably wasn't supposed to say that, but we got new uh, Dirty Heads music coming out, and and uh, Denim produced it, so you guys have to check it out. That's hey, right. Cheese, feel yeah. free to call back on Facetime if you want, and and we'll see if you're really wearing no pants. <laughs> phone i 
still use a BlackBerry. He's still on the BlackBerry. It's insane. Jesus, wow. the last handout. Every, every perfect reason that, not to show yeah. us right now. That's right. Yep. Right on. Well, I'll Genius. call you when we're done here, bud. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, take it easy. Bye-bye. Later, go, go drive by some schools. Look at that. Standing O in the bunker for all Look geez, at dude. that. Cheese oh, has been man. on. That's like his fourth time. We had two full episodes with Cheese, and then he popped on real the quick live. for the live thing, and now and he now jumped on Denim's episode. Yeah, he's becoming a, he's fucking, becoming geez, a fucking Rex. Dude. Legend. Um, so, and into our next segment, Cheese was the originator of for some reason, people coming on here and just telling us stories of them shitting their own pants. First episode. Oh, so, my, yeah. Uh, have you ever shit your pants in, yes. in a story-worthy way? Hey, Duddy, you want to yes. do the drop together? We got a little drop for this one we're going to oh, just yeah. do with our mouths okay, today. Okay, that's right. I, I should have made one. Damn it, I forgot. Okay. All right, here we go. All aboard. Next stop, Poopersville. Yo. Dude, are you so stoked you're on our oh, show right sick. now, dude? Are you psyched? <laughs> I'm vibing. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. All right, let's hear your I was like, pants. what's happening right now? And then I understood it. I was like, oh. <laughs> that was tight. Uh, yeah, so anyways, <laughs> there's two. I have two. I mean, I've, I've pooped my pants a few times. Yeah, you know, if you I'm got not, two good ones. I'm not ashamed of it. Fire them out, let's dude. Do, uh, one, of them, do... one of them's like a little bit more sad, and then one of them's like, you probably could have prevented that one. Should we do one let's, here let's and one on the, Patreon? This is going to be our last story, and then we're going to wrap this show up. So let's end on a high note. So tell us the funnier one, and we're going to save the sad one, and that's going to be on <laughs> we're Patreon. We're going to put that on our Patreon page. So I this love one, that. Yeah. If you want to hear a sad story about It's not really sad. It's just like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> poor kid. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, I was a oh, full-on yeah. adult. <laughs> so there you go. Go to our Patreon, and you'll get the extra bonus story. But let's hear the, the more bonus. positive pant shit. Tale. I mean, it was very simple. As I was going to uh, <laughs> getting on the freeway, you know, the bridge is closed now. But it was Bashard. We we'll go to Warner right there. Get on the four hundred five. Yes, sir. Yep. Get on the four hundred five north. Yep. So I'm like cruising up Bashard, about to go over the bridge, and like, I'm like oh, I got a fart. So I go to fart, and I was like, that nah, wasn't a fart. <laughs> and then so I just like do a U-turn, and I'm wearing. I'm free balling it, and I'm oh. wearing bright orange sweatpants. Oh, <laughs> like I don't know why. I mean, I thought I'd still probably wear it. They're tight. <laughs> <laughs> They're bright orange sweatpants, but I was just like, oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for the listeners, he just smacked his own oh, body yeah. into his face. But that was awesome. Anyways, bright orange sweatpants. So I was, I came back in the house, and Bray's just sitting on the sofa. She's like, "What happened?" I'm just like. <laughs> like, and she like starts laughing, and I'm like, the "Shit, waddle. what?" <laughs> and she's like, "There's like a little brown stain on your orange sweats." Like as I was oh, running by, and I was dude. like, "Man." Yeah. So, anyways, I just went, and took care of business, put those in the wash, put on some new pants, went to the session. It was about a half oh, hour detour. A dude, little the old misguided fart. Yeah, I met a guy shard. Uh, on Bushard on Bushy. Dude. Over there on Bushy. Oh man! Well, that was awesome. That was I met a guy this at a bar is, this one has time. Be our longest episode too. It's, We've been just killing it. I met a guy at a bar in Santa Monica. He said, "Never trust a fart." Absolutely, yeah. you can't just trust a fart willy nilly. You know, yeah. he was like, "You want to know something?" I he's wasted. You want to know something I learned as I got older? Like, he's like, "Never trust a fart." I was like, yeah. 
that is the strangest thing any stranger could say to somebody and i will never forget this now and now i know i met a guy at a bar in santa monica and he just straight up was wasted came up and said that and, and dipped he, he was right and you i was like what? that and is yeah. smart because you know what i had an, i had met an old guy at a bar one time too and he said that same thing to me but he added one he said never trust a fart never waste a boner <laughs> fuck dude you know what you guys just <laughs> and like around. as you get old you're like Maybe he's on to something. Yeah. That when he dude, tells you never trust a fire, you're that, like, whatever, old man. Then you shit your pants on Bouchard, and you're like, that right? motherfucker that in Santa Barbara. That wise, wise Santa Monica. Santa Monica, yeah. my bad. Just wow. like, wow. I think you guys just accidentally created a new segment, too. Old guy at the bar. Old guy if at the bar. If anyone's got That's any info that an old guy at a bar told him, I want to know about it. And they have the worst breath. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because they're about 10 beers in, but haven't brushed their teeth in about 10 days. Yep. And they're like, hey, you want to talk? And you're like, no, bro. And they're always missing one tooth, like, on the side of the mouth. It's not like oh, a yeah. front tooth. It's no. like it's like four it's, teeth back It's a full-on molar. On the side. Yeah, yeah, it's just a big gapper. Did just we, a knowledge gap We there. had an old drunk. I'll, I'll, I'll continue then because it's a new segment now. Old drunk guy at the bar segment. Uh, we were And we were with our whole band. It was just the band. And... Uh, and Maddie was there, and John John was there, our two drummers, you know. And this guy doesn't know we're in a band. He just, you know, he's like, hey, what do you guys call someone who hangs around a band? And we're like, what? And he goes, a drummer. <laughs> we're just what? like, what? <laughs> that is, dude, that is like to the two guys <laughs> that are like, that's their paid job. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense, but I will never stop thinking about right. what he meant by I that. I think he meant like the drummer's not really part They're of the band or something. Yeah. That's like, I fucking kind of love that. But, dude, when you think about like old royalties and stuff like that, like that's how the rules were written. Like, drummers, nah. Songwriters, yeah, they get everything. Yeah. They do, but then and but you guys know right here. Look, in maybe some forms of music, the drummer might not be everything. To, you can be a little loose, but in almost all forms of music, if you got a dope drummer, it makes gonna a it's going to make your band dope. fucking rad. Like it is. That's why good bands with good drummers, drummers yeah. pay them right. Yeah. You got you keep you that know, drummer. You know what you have, and you're like, okay, you try out a couple new drummers, and you're like, oh fuck, we got to get that guy back. Oh shit. Well, dude, that but was yeah. a fucking great show. I'm going to kick the old outro. Kick the outro. Where do people uh, find you, Denim? Just hit me on the internet. Hit him on the I internet. I am Denim. Th- that is I am Denim <laughs> at Instagram. You can find him Instagram, there. Instagram, I am Denim. We'll post links to Twitter, him, so whatever. On our shit. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll let them know how to find you. I'm pretty and, sure there's uh, a Facebook page. I don't have <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, once again, thank you to Koi CBD. Thank you to On It. Uh, Shouts out Pure Life. <laughs> Cutlistbrand.com. Uh, we do have a Patreon page once again. And if you are listening and you have been enjoying this, please leave us a comment and a review. It helps us keep the show going. It helps us get noticed. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, so much. Once again, Duddy and I have been saying during these coronal times, we feel so freaking lucky that we have this show. We're so stoked that you guys like listening to us. We hope you, we make you laugh. We hope you, we turn you on to new artists and new people. And I hope we're keeping you entertained during this crazy quarantine. Everybody wash your hands. Wave hi to people on the streets. Let's spread positive vibes. Stay motivated. Stay motivated. Do some push-ups. And that's it, dude. We'll catch you guys very, very soonly. Yeah, dud? That's right. Hell yeah, Denim. Thank you so that's much. That's right. Denim. Yeah. Peace. Peace. See you guys next Peace. time.